Well, welcome to a new year, 2023, and welcome to my 50th podcast. I took a short pause over the Christmas weeks from the podcasting, and I took some time to ponder about the appropriate subject to start off the new year. After listening to a few podcasts by some very well-known contemporary leadership gurus, I found what I was looking for. I want to talk about a very, very timely subject for leaders in today's organizational and corporate environment. The title of the podcast is Creating an Innovative Culture, Your Key to Organizational Success in 2023. Innovation. One word. But a word that has such power to change the world. You know, innovation has vastly improved the lives of the entire world in the last couple of hundred years. Humans have always been looking at new and better ways of doing things, but the innovative process just seems to have taken off from the beginning of the Industrial Revolution. And I think it was because for the first time in history, we were beginning to perfect technologies that could greatly accelerate our innovative process. You know, innovative processes have led to some great achievements in the past two centuries. The airplane, the motor car, many other modes of transportation, including space travel, were all the result of innovative processes. The innovative process has led to mass production of everything from lights to computers to inexpensive cars and trucks. The innovative process has certainly led to almost every major medical breakthrough of the past century. Innovation is a key driver of economic growth, and it's essential for businesses and organizations to stay competitive in today's rapidly changing world. It takes many forms, from new products or services, to finding more efficient ways to produce goods, to even implementing a new business model. Innovations can be large or small. They can be incremental or disruptive. Innovation can also come from a variety of sources, including individuals, teams, or even entire organizations. Regardless of the type or source, innovations have the power to change, radically change, the way we live and work, and they are an important aspect of progress and advancement, and a real important part of leadership. So as important as innovation is, let's take a little time to break it down. Innovation refers to the process of creating new or improved products, processes, ideas, or services. The innovative process can be broken down into several steps. The first step is to identify a problem or opportunity. This involves recognizing that there's a need for a change or a gap in the market or a gap in an organizational process that needs to be addressed through innovation. The next step involves in generating ideas. This step involves coming up with as many potential solutions as possible. This can be done through brainstorming, research and development, or other methods of idea generation. Now, at some point, there has to be an evaluation of the best ideas. After generating a list of ideas, it's important to evaluate them and select the most promising ones to pursue. This can be done through market research, cost-benefit analysis, or other methods of idea evaluation. Unfortunately, the innovative ideas will remain just ideas forever without this next step, and that is the need to develop and implement the innovative solution. Once an idea has been selected, 
It must be developed and tested to ensure that it's viable and effective. This may involve prototyping, market testing, testing a process, or other forms of experimentation, such as a pilot or a small test. Finally, you need to bring the solution to the marketplace. Whether it's a private sector corporation, a government agency, or even an NGO, the solution can only be truly successful if it's introduced to your stakeholders or your customers in ways that meet their needs and creates value. This may involve some sort of marketing, it may involve presentations, and may even involve distribution and logistics. But it's important to note that throughout the innovative process, that the people that are involved in this process be flexible and open to change, as a path to successful innovation is not often straightforward and may require adjustments along the way. So what are the benefits of innovation? Innovation can bring a wide range of benefits to corporations, organizations, and individuals, and even society as a whole. Some of the key benefits involve improved efficiency and productivity, increased competitiveness, new opportunities for growth, improved and enhanced customer satisfaction, enhanced quality of life, improved processes, and even economic development. Innovations can even drive economic growth and create new industries and jobs and increase the overall productivity of societies. Overall, innovation is an important driver of progress and advancement. And as we stated here, can bring a wide range of benefits to organizations, individuals, and society as a whole. But just as important, people are attracted to innovative organizations as they are usually great places to work. Innovative organizations provide many opportunities for growth and development, a dynamic and challenging work environment, a sense of purpose and meaning, flexibility and autonomy, and overall an attractive company or organizational culture where people just love to work. So why is innovation so hard to accomplish in large organizations given all the benefits? Well, there are some key factors that contribute to the difficulty, and they include bureaucracy. Large organizations often have complex structures and processes in place that make it difficult to navigate new ideas. Large organizations tend to be risk-adverse. They're hesitant to try new things because they often have a lot to lose if the innovation fails. Large organizations have limited resources, and sometimes this runs counter to the innovative process. Unfortunately, large organizations often lack the leadership support needed for innovation. Innovation requires strong senior leadership support and support from the corporate staff in order to be successful. If the corporate leadership, if the top organizational leadership is not fully committed to the innovation process, it will be difficult for the organization to make progress. Kind of sort of going hand in hand with lack of leadership support is this whole idea of organizational culture. The culture of an organization can have a significant impact on the inability or ability to innovate. A culture that values conformity and stability may be less conducive to innovation than a culture that encourages creativity and risk-taking. 
Innovation often requires the involvement and engagement of employees at all levels of the organizations. If employees are not actively encouraged to participate in the innovative process, it may be difficult for the organization to generate and implement new ideas. And another factor is employee turnover. High levels of employee turnover can make it difficult for an organization to build and maintain a strong culture of innovation. Well, given that it's really hard sometimes for large organizations to create cultures of innovations, what does it come down to? It comes down to this. It comes down to the willingness of senior leadership to engage in creating a culture of innovation within the organization. Now, here are some ways as, as a leader that you can foster an environment that is conducive to innovation. You need to encourage risk-taking and experimentation. Leaders should encourage employees to think creatively and take risks, even if there's a possibility of failure. This can help create an atmosphere where new ideas are valued and employees feel comfortable proposing them. You need to provide resources for innovation. Leaders should ensure that there are sufficient resources, such as time, money, and technology, available to support innovative efforts. This next one is really important. As senior leaders, you need to communicate the importance of innovation up and down the organization. Leaders should make it clear to employees that innovation is a priority and that it is expected and it's valued. This can help create a culture where innovation is seen as a fundamental part of the organization's overall identity. Senior leaders need to encourage collaboration and cross-functional teamwork. Innovation often requires the involvement of people from different departments, different teams, and different levels of the organization. Leaders should encourage collaboration and cross-functional teamwork to help facilitate the exchange of ideas and perspectives. And this next characteristic, this next attribute is also really important. Celebrate successes. When an innovation is successful, leaders, especially senior leaders, should take the time to recognize and celebrate the achievement. This might even mean going out to the remote work site at great expense to celebrate that achievement, to make it known throughout the entire organization. This can help create a positive and rewarding atmosphere for innovation. Overall, leadership plays a crucial role in creating a climate of innovation within an organization. By encouraging risk-taking, providing resources, communicating the importance of innovation, encouraging collaboration, and celebrating successes, leaders can help foster environments that are conducive to innovation. But a word of warning here. To create a climate of innovation within your organization or within your corporation, senior leadership must be very intentional here. What do I mean by this? Innovative thinking has to start at the most senior levels of leadership, but it has to go beyond that. Senior leaders must be very intentional about ensuring that innovative leaders exist at all levels of the organization. I have seen far too many organizations, I have worked in far too many organizations that have crippled innovative thinking within their organization because they've hired and they've allowed mid-level managers to exist in the organization who stifle the innovative process because they either see it as a threat to their position or they're not rewarding themselves for allowing the innovative process to thrive in their branch, their division, or their department. 
So senior leaders must bear full responsibility for allowing these managers to exist within their organizations. And if they do, while there might be pockets of innovation here and there within the organization, unless these anti-innovative managers are dealt with by getting them onto the innovation bus or kicking them off, while the organization will certainly survive, it will never really achieve any level of real innovative culture. But even if your senior leadership is not creating an innovative culture, as an inspiring leader yourself, you can still create a climate of innovation for your team. It just takes a whole lot more of creative thought on your part. But I assure you, as one who has gotten a reputation over the years for being an innovative thinker and even a rebel within the large organizations I've worked in, I'm here to tell you that you can innovate. But to do so, you have to take some personal risks and you can't be afraid to bend and even occasionally break the rules from time to time. And that takes a certain amount of courage to be that innovative leader, especially in a more traditional organization. The key to innovative success here is knowing which rules you can bend and which ones will get you into trouble, and especially those that could get you fired. Now, in some of the earlier podcasts, I have often bragged about my small team of programmers who were able to create over 30 large-scale enterprise applications within six years for a very very large organizational customer. I'm here to tell you, we would have never been able to achieve that level of production had we followed all the bureaucratic rules and processes used by more traditional programmers. In order to produce the results that we produced, we had to cut some serious corners on software documentation and use our own team as both developers and testers of our software, something that's not illegal but it's certainly frowned upon within the software development industry. Did we ever tell anyone we were skipping these steps? Not on your life. Was I taking a huge risk as the team leader? Absolutely. Because if our software would have ever been hacked and an investigation revealed that we had not done formal security testing because I had authorized only informal security testing, I probably would have been terminated or maybe even worse. But as I knew the programming ability of each one of my developers and knew that they had thoroughly tested their own code, as a result, I allowed them to continue to test their own code, and we saved a lot of time by doing that. And as a result, we never had any of our penetration testers hack any one of our programs. It was through my willingness to trust my team and knowing their capabilities as coders, that I could take the risk of bending and even breaking a few rules in order to be innovative. But the results were well worth the risk. So what about you? Do you want your teams, your organization, your corporations to be more innovative in 2023? If so, as a leader, you need to create that climate of innovation within your organization by encouraging risk-taking, providing the resources and communicating the importance of innovation to your peers and to your subordinates, encouraging high levels of collaboration, and taking a lot of time to celebrate innovative successes, as well as ensuring that leaders and managers up and down the organization are rewarded for these innovations. You can develop organizations that have environments conducive to innovation. Fostering innovation 
is an important driver to the progress and advancement of your organization, not just in 2023, but beyond. Without it, you may find that your organization does survive, but it's just going to be another year of mediocrity that just sucks the life out of your entire organization. I've been there before, and believe me, it's not the place any leader wants to be. So my advice, simple, innovate and develop that culture of innovation. Well, that's all I have for you in this new year. Again, thanks for listening through 50 episodes. Welcome to this podcast. Welcome to another year of positive leadership. And I'm your host, Dr. Dave Martin, and I'll be talking to you again quite soon.